Maya back again, guys. I have one more update for y'all. My Take now has a Patreon. I'm trying to expand the My Take community and also expand my earnings a little bit by creating a Patreon. We have three tiers, and in the top tier, we're actually starting a My Take book club. So anybody who joins, we're going to be reading a book together a month, and there's going to be monthly live streams and Discord benefits. So I'd really, really, really appreciate it if you could go check it out. The link is in the show notes. Hey guys, it's Maya, and I just wanted to jump on here and promote my takes Instagram really quick because we're doing a lot of fun things. I'm doing more posts, more stories, and I also have to say I've started a new series called The Bottom Shelf, and it's video reviews, IGTV video reviews, and I think they're super fun, and they're all on the Instagram, so go follow my take on social media and specifically on Instagram at underscore my take. Hey guys, Maya here, and I just wanted to tell you about this amazing opportunity I got. I am working as an influencer for Literary Creations by Jenny. For those of you who don't know, she's an online retailer. She makes book sleeves, bookmarks, bookish totes and tees, all of the best bookish things. And because I'm an influencer, you can use code MYTAKE on any of your purchases for 10% off. All of this will be in the show notes below, but definitely check out Literary Creations by Jenny. Go follow her. Go use my code. Get yourself some bookish merch. Christmas is coming, so it's the perfect Christmas gift. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. So it is an annual tradition here at my take, or rather I'm making it an annual tradition here at my take by doing this for the second year in a row, that every New Year's Eve episode like new year's new year's day that kind of around that time the episode that goes up will be a year in review episode so of course this year we're looking back at my take in 2021 i am really really excited to be doing this again if 2020 was the origin year for my take then 2021 was definitely the year for growth and development and learning a lot and just it's insane to think about like how much I've done because when I think about 2020 obviously I'm like mass produced episodes but when I think about 2021 I really actually think about like growth and intentionality and really like being focused on my take and what's best for me as a brand and everything like even though I've been posting about my take and my new episodes and all of that like since I've started the podcast, I never really used Booksta and never really actually delved into that community until I was tagged in some stuff and like until this year. Same thing with like, you know, I got to, because of Bookstagram, be an influencer for Literary Creations by Jenny, which is this really amazing opportunity that I've had. I hit 7,000 total plays across all my episodes. So, 2021 was an amazing year for my take. Obviously, the world is still shit and it's looking like it's going into more shit with Omicron and everything, but it's just been this really cool year and I'm really, really excited to talk about it and reflect on it and like planning this episode was so much fun. Books, TV, music, and movies. All things that make a big influence on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I am Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. Okay, so to kick off this episode, I'm going to talk about some facts and figures, and a lot of these come from Spotify Wrapped, so thank you Spotify for this, because without it 
collecting all of this data would be very hard and I probably wouldn't just go do it on my own because like that's a lot of work but I have a Spotify wrapped because I'm a podcaster I actually forget that Spotify wrapped is coming out and then I see it on my anchor dashboard and I'm like oh yeah and we get it early for podcasters like before everybody else's Spotify wrapped comes out like podcasters and I guess like artists and stuff I'll get their Spotify wrapped so mine came out and I released 80 episodes with 2,261 minutes of content. So clearly I need a life because I don't know how I've had the time to release that much content because that means I recorded for longer than that amount of time because rough cut episodes are always longer than my actual episode, like the episode that I put out. And that divided turns into 37 hours. So more than a day. I've released more than an entire day's worth of content. More than a day and a half because a day and a half would be 36 hours. So more than a day and a half of content I have produced. My Spotify wrapped literally said, please remember to drink water. So clearly even Spotify knows that I have a problem and I record too much. But because of all this or because of Bookstar or whatever, I increased a lot of my metrics like followers and streams and hours by over 100%, which is literal insanity to me. And it's also literal insanity that 23 people listen to my take more than any other podcast because like 23 people like me as like their favorite podcast that they listen to, which is insane because I am just a girl talking into a microphone about books and things that I find interesting and yet 23 people out there resonate with me and listen to me more than they listen to anybody else like there's so much better shit on the internet and yet you're listening to me it is it is insane that is insane I think like this is the first time it's sinking in because I read it on my Spotify app and I was like oh okay cool and it like wasn't one of the things that stood out to me But, like, that is insane that that happened. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm having a mini freak out now. But, yeah, that happened. My first episode that I published this year was My Take in 2020, which came out January 1st. And my last episode of 2021 would be this time next year, which I guess comes out right before New Year's Eve, whatever that Monday is before New Year's Eve. And then my longest episode is up for debate because my episode on the wilds comes in at an hour and one minute. But I was a smart human being when I recorded my episode for Ted Lasso season two because I cut it into two episodes. So combined, it's 82 minutes long, which is an hour and like 22 minutes, which is insane that I talked about one season of a TV show for an hour and 22 minutes. But I guess it's like technically not my longest episode because of that but it like is my longest episode I don't know it's up for debate whatever you want to say one of those is my longest episode my shortest episode is either the Anthropocene reviewed book or in a holidays because both of those came in at 17 minutes so that is insane that I can range from like talking about something for 17 minutes to talking about something for an hour and 22 minutes but it is a thing My episode that got the most plays was either was The Wilds with 101 plays. I kind of love that. Like when I was pulling this data, my episode for The Wilds was an hour and a minute. And I know that's not 101 minutes, but it's like one hour, one minute, you know, and I got 101 plays with that. That was crazy. Love Victor season two got 88 episodes 
88 episodes, 88 plays, which I think is coming in at second. Neither of them have topped My Dark Vanessa, which is still in the lead overall with 276 plays total across last year and this year. My Dark Vanessa has the advantage of it being like my second episode I ever released, so it's had almost the longest time to be on the internet and to garner plays, but for some reason, people just keep listening to that episode, and I am so grateful I invested the $30 in that book. I mean, that book was, that book was a trip, let me tell you. That book was heart-aching and gut-wrenching and terrible, but also, like, a really good read, because it's, like, I don't want to say I love that book because I didn't love reading it, but, like, I do love that book, you know? It's weird, but... Yeah, I almost didn't buy it because it was $30, and so now I'm so glad I did because it's, like, my most played episode, and I have all these amazing memories related to it because of that now. Speaking of most plays, my most played month this year was July, and my least played month was February, so I don't know if that's because February is the shortest month of the year or whatever, but that happened. And also, one thing that is new for my take in 2021 is I had guests on my podcast for the very first time. I finally opened my podcast up to guests. I had a bunch of my friends on as guests, so my episode on Lore by Alexandra Bracken was my very first episode with guests, and I had my friends Marissa and Paris. Marissa, who is my roommate and, like, my best friend, and Paris, who does the intro music for this, so, like, you hear her name in the credits every time. They were my first guests because I was reading this book, Lore, and they both read The Darkest Minds, which is by Alexandra Bracken, and they loved it, and they are both into, like, Greek mythology. So I was like, y'all, read this book, Lore, with me, and then, like, come be on my podcast. Like, let's just do it. And it was so fun, and I'm so glad they did it. And then after that, my mom read Where the Crawdads Sang, and I had read that a couple years ago, so I was like, okay, let's do an episode on that together. And then I did my favorite half-night stand with Annie, Annie from Bookstagram. I love her to death. That girl is so amazing. But we finally did a buddy read of my favorite half night stand. And I was like, hey, do you want to like be on the podcast? Like we can zoom and we can chat or you can just like write some things and I can read them. And she was like, no, let's zoom. And so we zoomed for like a while and it was so fun. Editing that episode was a little bit terrible because we zoomed for like a good hour. And I think that episode only ended up being like half an hour or something. So I had a lot of content to cut out. But I love Annie, and I was so excited that she was on the podcast with me. I did Outer Banks Season 2 with Marissa because she was the one that got me into Outer Banks initially, so it was only fitting that she was back for that Season 2 episode. Speaking of Marissa, her and Paris were back to do The Silent Patient because I guess we're like kind of like a little book club now. I want to keep that going. I love having them on the podcast. I think it's such a fun dynamic with the three of us. So I want to really keep that going and like into next year, make sure I read some books with them and like we do episodes together. And then most recently I did It Ends With Us with one of my best friends from college, Emmy. So yeah, we've had a lot of guests. It's one, two, three, four, five, six different episodes that we've had guests, which I guess six out of 80 is not like a big percentage, but it feels like a lot because having a guest on that episode is so much more involved in terms of like planning and making sure you're both free to get together and record and all of these different things. And so it feels like a lot, the fact that I've done it like six times and I just, I love it. It's so much fun to have somebody else. Like, obviously, my take is, I think, forever going to be, like, a solo podcast. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to have, like, another co-host, like, permanently. 
but I love having guests and it's so much fun because they're just like they're the people in my life that I love and so to get to share this like hobby that I really love with the people in my life that I really love like it's so super cool so those are some facts and figures about my take this year now we are going to go into the other part of this episode and that is talking about my favorite episode that I did each month Now, for those of you who have listened to my 2020 in review episode, you will know I have a very difficult time picking a favorite. I read so many good books and there's so many good books that go up in a month. So picking like a singular favorite is so very, very difficult, especially like in 2020 over the summer and stuff, I was producing three episodes a week. So like that was insane. And like having what is it like 12 episodes to pick from every week or every month is like very difficult and it's very difficult even though I only had like eight episodes a month to pick from so this is just gonna be a lot of me being like I'm sorry I can't pick one favorite but starting in January we have confetti which music episodes are not my favorite I feel like I have to do a couple every time because I do say books tv music and movies in my intro but music episodes are just like I'm not a musical person so I'm just talking about like what I like about songs and stuff and like ranking songs but it's like difficult and I don't know music episodes are not my favorite but confetti was my first music episode so I feel like it has to be in here sweet magnolias which is one of my favorite tv shows and season two is coming out soon so I'm so so excited for that you know there's gonna be episode on season two but I love doing sweet magnolias because I just remember that I like watched the show with no intentions of making an episode on it whatsoever I just stumbled across the show and loved it and then I went back and re-watched it because I was like obsessed and I wanted to watch it again and after my rewatch, I was like dumbass why are you not making this uh podcast episode so then I just like sat down and from memory like wrote out everything that I wanted to talk about and like recorded it and I think I just had so much fun doing that and like I have so much more fond memories of that show knowing I went in with no expectations of like making it a thing the first time so yeah that was great and then my sister the serial killer because I remember that episode just being like a head fuck for me and being like you know just thinking through that book like that book is a head fuck and so just thinking through it and like having that there was just really fun and like I really loved that book and that episode so that's January now moving into February which is like fucking stacked like I produced probably eight episodes and there's five on my list of favorites so (laughs) that's more than half which is not great but yeah more than half concrete rose obviously anything angie thomas i love i feel like that doesn't come across on the podcast as much because i read the hate you give and on the come up before the podcast and i need to reread those books and make podcast episodes about them because i adore those books i love those books so much and on the come up is becoming a movie so i'm sure i will make an episode about it whenever the movie comes out because i want a refresher but concrete rose i was so excited about that book the trouble with hating you was my 100th episode and i love sashni patel now i adore her books i need to read the knockout because i need to catch up on her backlist but i love her books and so the trouble with hating you was amazing and it also happened to be my 100th episode which was a huge milestone the unhoneymooners because it was my first christina lauren and i remember like adoring that book 
Clap When You Land was such like an important book to read and such an interesting one to do an episode on, especially talking about the writing because Elizabeth Acevedo's writing is so unique. So like talking about that was really interesting. And then The Vanishing Half because it's The Vanishing Half. I mean, need I say more? It's this like amazing whirlwind story that's told so beautifully that like it has to be on here. So that is February, which is a fucking stacked month. In March, the issue with March is March was my one-year anniversary, March 20th or 21st? Shit. Okay, it's the 20th or the 21st is my podcast anniversary. And so what had actually worked out super well was my very first podcast episode was A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson. And Good Girl, Bad Blood, which is the sequel to that book, came out in early March. So I lined it up so that it was the episode that went out right around my anniversary. And so to have that like symbolic resonance and the fact that that happened like just makes my heart happy that that was a thing and that's what happened. And like it just makes it so beautiful to me. And so yeah, that obviously like takes the cake in March. But then I also released my episode on love lettering, which is this like amazing book. I had so much fun reading love lettering and Verity by Colleen Hoover. I mean, if you know, you know, with Verity, obviously, and the wilds, which I talked about the wilds and its facts and figures and stuff. So March had some really good episodes, but I think Good Girl, Bad Blood has to take the cake in March because of all of the like nostalgia and happiness that surrounds it. In April, we actually have a for sure winner, a for sure favorite episode, because in April, I released my Ted Lasso season one episode, and we love Ted Lasso to death, to death, to death, to death. Ted Lasso is a favorite, and so... Yeah, Ted Lasso definitely, I think, was my favorite episode in April. Regretting You is up there because I love Regretting You. I mean, Colleen Hoover just writes amazing books. Like, I I really like everything that I've read by her. And so, it's definitely a close second. Not a close second. It's second place. But Ted Lasso season one is... It's Ted Lasso season one. I don't know what else to say about that. Uh... Moving on into May, obviously we have Lore, which I talked about being my first episode with guests, so that holds like a really, really special place in my heart, and I think of all of the episodes I'm talking about in May, like that is probably my favorite for the entire just experience and amazingness of like doing that episode. I also released the X Talk, which is such a cute book. I adore the X Talk so much. The Accidental Suffragist was my very first arc, which was cool. I didn't entirely enjoy that book, but it was my first arc, so that was a very fun memory. And then, obviously, people we meet on vacation, like Emily Henry, is just iconic. So, that was May. June, we have Better Together because I live for anything Christine Riccio related, and I was so, so excited for this book to come out. And I actually, one thing that was really cool was she had said in one of her vlogs that she wanted to see all of our reactions. So, like, send her videos of us reacting to Better Together. And so, I finished the book and was, like, 
bawling, crying, and for some reason, picked up my phone and started recording me crying and being like, oh my god, I love this book so much, and I related to it so much, and like, I thought I wasn't gonna cry because it was gonna be different from Again But Better, but it still made me cry, and she posted about it in her vlog. She has a video of her reacting to me, reacting to the book, and she said that she wanted to give me a hug, and it just... I can't believe that that happened to me, but it did, and it just made me so happy. I mean, the book made me so happy. It was so good. I loved it so much, so Better Together was definitely one of my faves. I think probably my favorite. The other one I have listed here is Liverpool's season in review, and I think that's something I'm going to make like an annual tradition, even though soccer episodes don't really track well, but is my podcast and it makes me happy to talk about Liverpool season and review. So I think I'm going to make that an annual thing. So that was on here too, but like Better Together definitely was like the episode of June. In July, we have a bunch of fun episodes. We have Crawdads uh, with my mom, obviously. So that's like a huge, amazing episode that I got to do. And I also produced my half night stand with Annie in that month. So two amazing guests that I had on my podcast that I really loved doing those episodes isn't it romantic came out and so like you know of course I live for that series and then the euros happened and so I did an episode on the euros which was super 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 fun and I'm so glad I did it like I said soccer episodes don't track super super well but I just had an amazing experience watching the Euros final. I talked about this in the episode but I got to watch the Euros final outside like a British pub in Santa Cruz and like I just I stood on the sidewalk in the really hot sun like eating tacos watching this final and it was like the most fun I had this entire summer and my friends don't understand how that was so fun for me but it was like amazing and so yeah I love it and it was so fun so even though soccer episodes don't track super well it was a super fun episode for me because I just got to relive all of my fun memories of the Euros which was great. Then we move into August, and August was actually the last month that I produced two episodes a week because in September I started doing only one for my stress levels because I was fully in the swing of things in college, and so doing two was, like, not feasible for me because I really just needed the weekend to be able to, like, edit and take it chill and, like, all of that stuff. Like, editing on a Thursday is not possible anymore, so... August is the last time that I did two episodes a week, and my favorites, obviously Outer Banks season two, because I got to do it with Marissa, which was so much fun, and I had, like, we were sitting in my garage recording, and it was just so much fun. We were, like, screaming our heads off and talking about the show, and it was amazing, and then the other two that I have were The Soulmate Equation and Home Before Dark season two, and those were just, like, pieces of media that I love, so that was super fun. And then, like I said, September, I started doing only one episode a week. So you would think it'd be a lot easier to pick just a singular favorite. And in September, it was a lot easier to pick a singular favorite because First Love Take Two came out, even though I had had First Love Take Two since like June or July because I got sent it as an ARC by Forever Publishing. So thank you, Forever Publishing, because it was my first physical ARC and it was so amazing and I had such a fun experience and then I had to sit on my hands with my review because 
it didn't come out until September and I was like oh my god I have this book and I want to talk about it so bad but I couldn't but it was my first physical arc it was Sashni Patel I loved it so much so that was amazing and in October I produced I think like four or five episodes because I broke my one episode a week rule for Ted Lasso because I knew I had to do it in two parts so I did it in two parts and I released part one on Monday and part two on a Friday because I also had a bunch of other content that was coming out so Ted Lasso season two obviously in October but also Eleanor Oliphant because that book just like finds a way to worm its way into your heart and is so beautiful and amazing and I was so touched by it but then also As Good As Dead came out and we've already talked about my affinity for the A Good Girl's Guide to Murder trilogy and Steel Striker came out and if you don't know how much of a Marie Lou fan I am you should because I adore Marie Lou so there was just so many good things that came out in like September that became October episodes that like all of October was my favorite November, It Ends With Us has to be my favorite because doing that with Emmy was so fun. I mean, the recording experience was not necessarily the most fun because I was hacking up a fucking lung, like, the number of times we had to pause it so I could, like, go stand in the corner and cough, and I felt so bad for Emmy, too, because, like, this was the first time she was doing something like this, and I had to, like, pause it a bunch of times. It was a whole mess, but it was so fun, and I'm so glad I got Emmy on the podcast because I love her, and it was just, like, so amazing to do that, but then also Blackout and Gunkle were two books that I really loved that were November episodes, so I'm so glad that I did them, and then in December, obviously it's the Grinch episodes that I'm re-airing because the Grinch is just my favorite and so re-airing the episodes is so much fun. But then also In a Holidays is super cool and I loved that book and I had such an amazing time reading that book. So those are all my monthly favorites and in 2020, this is where the episode ends. However, I wanted to talk a little bit about Booksta because this year I was on Booksta. So looking back on my 2020 episode, because I looked back on the plan when I was planning this episode to kind of see what I did and mirror that structure a little bit, I said I needed a social media manager in 2020. And that was before I was even on Booksta. So now that I'm very active with Bookstagram, it is so much more true. I put so much more time now into taking pictures and editing them and writing captions and participating in engagement groups and coming up with ideas for reels and stuff like it takes up so much more of my time now I don't know how I'm managing it but I am I think it's just it's so fun that's the thing about Bookstat is I've made some amazing friends and connections and it's such this like amazing community and sometimes I do need to remind myself that it's okay to take a break and it's okay that I don't post a picture every day and it's okay that I don't have 30 hashtags in my caption but I love bookstagram so much and I made so many amazing friends I talked about the opportunity I got to be an influencer for literary creations by Jenny which has been so amazing I have made so many more friends. I talked about Annie, but also Helen at Kaleidostory is amazing, and I love talking to her. We just, like, chat about life all the time, and it's so much fun. Lou, her at is one underscore page underscore at underscore a underscore time underscore 96. 
she is such a sweetheart and we always chat and we always have like the most fun just talking about books and talking about life and like she's so cute I love her oh my god um Abby at next favorite book is somebody who I'm getting to know and I'm having an amazing time getting to know her Catherine at just at underscore just one more chapter is such a sweetheart oh my god there's so many more people that I'm forgetting but like just off the top of my head those are the people that I'm like always talking to oh my god Evelina at my midnight books how can I forget Evelina yeah there's so many amazing people that I'm like just becoming such good friends with on bookstagram and if I didn't already say I already mentioned Annie I already mentioned Annie at the enamored bibliophile like there's just so many amazing women that I've met there and I love them so much and I'm so grateful for this amazing community that is Bookstagram and I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I could go back into 2020 and slap myself and be like, join Bookstagram and follow these people because it's so amazing and I love it so much. And so now to finally wrap up this episode, I... Looking back on this year, it just reminds me that I love podcasting so much. It's the best thing that has come out of the pandemic for me, for sure. It literally took me two weeks of the pandemic to be bored and be like, screw it, I'm starting a podcast. But I can't wait to see where it goes in 2022 because it's my favorite thing. And even though I loathe editing and I need a social media manager... And there's so many things that, like, sometimes I get annoyed. I'm like, oh, shit, I have to edit. Oh, my God. Like, one time I came back from hanging out with my friends, and I realized, I was like, I have an episode going out tomorrow. And it was, like, 10.30 when I got home. So I, like, rushed to edit the episode, and I didn't go to bed till like, midnight, which is really late for me. But even though those moments exist, and I'm, like, so annoyed in those moments, like, the end product is just so worth it and it's so worth it to have this thing and to put all this time and energy into it and to like I don't know it's just so worth it and I love it so much and I cannot wait to see where it goes in 2022 like I said 2021 was definitely the year of like stepping back in a good way like stepping down from doing three episodes a week because that was not feasible and then stepping down from doing two episodes a week but knowing that's okay and knowing that I'm being a lot more intentional with what I'm putting out and knowing that I'm really focusing on bookstagram and trying to grow things and just really have fun with it but also like do it well and try to turn it into something that maybe one day could become a full-time thing because that would be so amazing if I could just say like I'm a podcaster and that is my job like that would be incredible so hopefully one year in my year in reviews, I get to look back and I get to say this was the year that I finally made the jump and I am now a podcaster full time. That would be so insane. And if I do that, I think I need to look back on me doing this episode and like saying that. But yeah, that would be amazing. Even if it never happens, I just I love podcasting so much. It's always going to continue. It's always going to be a part of my life. So yeah, I have been Maya Ghosh, and this has been my year in review for my take and everything we did in 2021. Thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited 
um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.